Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Today's podcast is the 11th of 12 books we are overviewing in this series that I'm calling Bible Blitz. We will be looking at the Old Testament book of Isaiah. But first, let's look at a passage in Psalm 19. We're looking at verses 7 through 11, and it says this, The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. The testimony of the Lord is is sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are righteous altogether. They are more desirable than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. I hope as you were listening to that, it was uh, sinking into your mind and going straight to your heart. Uh, You see, each one of these uh, verses gives a different descriptor of the Word of God. It's called the law, the testimony, the precepts, the commandment, the fear, the judgments. But all of those are referring to the Word of God. And uh, the Word of God is said to be perfect, sure, right, pure, clean, true, and even uh, beyond that, more desirable than much fine gold, sweeter than honey and the drippings of the honeycomb. And then it tells what the Word of God can do. Listen very carefully. You may need this today. It says that the Word of God restores the soul. It makes wise the simple. It rejoices the heart. It enlightens the eyes uh, it endures forever. And and so those are things that, that the Word of God does. It, it, it has power to change us. And the, the whole section there is summarized in verse 11. It says, By them your servant is warned. Don't you and I need a warning once in a while? You're going the wrong direction. You're about to trip. You're about to stumble. You're about to make a wrong choice. By the Word of God, we are warned. But in keeping them, in keeping the Word of God, and being obedient to it, there is great reward. There is great reward. And and I would say that that reward comes in the form of, uh, in, in many forms, actually. Uh, it, it, you know, we tend to think materialistically. Uh, you know, I obey God, I'm going to get a lot of stuff. But that's not the heart of this. And, and it may happen. God may bless us materially. But uh, the blessing comes in much, many different ways. And part of that is the peace that we have in our hearts. It is the spiritual growth that goes on in our lives. And so I went to this passage and said all this to again uh, tell you why we are taking the time to look at these 12 different books, six in the New Testament in episodes 115 to 120, and now six in the Old Testament. And today we're on the next to the last one of the Old Testament that we're looking at, and that again is the book of Isaiah. 
Isaiah is the first of what is called the major prophets in the Old Testament. Now, let me just talk about that for a moment. There are five major prophets in the Old Testament. There are 12 minor prophets. Now, what what, uh, that means is this. Those five major prophets are larger books. There's more content to them uh, rather than up against the minor prophets. It does not mean that the major prophets are more important or or higher in rank in any way, but uh, they they just have more material. So Isaiah is the first of, of five major prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Lamentations, Daniel. And so uh, we're looking at Isaiah. Isaiah was written by Isaiah, son of Amos. And he was a prophet, called to be a prophet to to Judah. Let me explain that for just a moment. By this time in history, Israel had divided in two. There was northern Israel, called Israel, and then there was southern Israel, called Judah. And Jerusalem was located inside of southern Israel, inside of Judah. And so Isaiah was uh, a prophet to, to Judah. He served... Uh, the Lord and his ministry was was between the years of 740 and 681 BC 740 and 681 BC during his ministry he served uh, he ministered to he spoke to uh, four different kings of Judah and those kings were Uzziah Jotham Ahaz and Hezekiah for some of you who are at least somewhat familiar with the book of Isaiah at least uh, two uh, if not three of those names would be very familiar to you Uzziah and we'll look at him in a few moments Ahaz um, and then there is Hezekiah uh, whom the Lord gave 15 more years to live. And so uh, those are the four kings that uh, reigned during the ministry of, of Isaiah. Listen, here is what uh, Dr. John MacArthur has to say about this book of, of uh, Isaiah. It has no rival in its versatility of expression, its brilliance of imagery, and its richness of vocabulary. Uh, Isaiah truly is a standout book in the New Te- in the Old Testament and and among uh, the prof- prophets. Uh, he uh, Isaiah used two thousand one hundred and eighty six different words in his book. 2,186 different words in his book. Now, let me tell you how that compares. For example, to Ezekiel, there were 1,535 words. In Jeremiah, there were 1,653 words. And in the book of the Psalms, the largest book in the Bible, there were 2,170 words. But here in Isaiah... 2,186 different words. According to the website BibleStudyTools.com, there were at least 25 Hebrew words or forms used in Isaiah that were used in no other prophetic writing. And so you can see uh, why Dr. MacArthur would say uh, that it, it, the brilliance of imagery and the richness of vocabulary were there in, in, in the book of, of Isaiah. 
uh, when you look at it, both prose and poetry are found in 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 Isaiah. It is a book that uh, we should not take lightly. That we should not uh, go over uh, quickly, uh, but but we should t- take it very seriously as we take all of the Word of God. Isaiah warned of judgment, of coming judgment. Um, God called his prophets to do that. And you know, uh, a lot of times we look at the Old Testament as as a book of an angry God. But I want to tell you, when God sends a prophet, and he sent many, many prophets uh, to the nation of Israel to warn them of judgment, that is not an angry God. That is a God that is acting in mercy. He is saying, repent. And so through Isaiah, uh, the, the nation of of Judah was warned of, of coming judgment. And he also spoke of salvation, and particularly in the last section of the book of Isaiah, there he is known as the evangelistic prophet. Uh, he, he spoke of salvation. Uh, Isaiah predicted the Babylonian captivity that that, that occurred, the uh, coming of uh, Babylon to, to Jerusalem and carrying away the people for 70 years of ca- captivity. He predicted that, and it happened 95 years after his death. He died in 681 B.C., and uh, ba- Babylon came and, and uh, took over Jerusalem and carried away those captive in 586 B.C. So, so that prediction came true after he died. Isaiah predicted the rise of Cyrus, the Persian king. Uh, and and as a result, the restoration of of uh, Judah from captivity, uh, and so he predicted that. Uh, because you know why? Because Isaiah was a true prophet of God, and the measure of a true prophet of God was that one hundred percent of their predictions came true. And listen to this. Isaiah, in the in the latter chapters of, of his book, predicted the future kingdom of Christ. Now, that has not occurred yet, but everything that Isaiah predicted came true, and you can be assured that this one is going to come true as well. I want to just mention, there's so much, uh, we've already talked about the richness of this book and and so on, and, and uh, there's no way that I can do justice. There are 66 chapters in the book of Isaiah. Which, by the way, it's interesting that there are 66 chapters there. There are 66 books in the entire Bible. You think about that for a moment. But what I did want to do is mention two notable chapters that stand out in in the book of Isaiah. The first one that I want to mention is Isaiah chapter 6. And there we find the call of Isaiah as he has a vision of God. Listen to these verses. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne, lofty and exalted, with the train of his robe filling the temple. Seraphim stood above him, each having six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called out to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds trembled at the voice of him who called out while the temple was filling with smoke. Then I said, Isaiah said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. 
Then one of the seraphim, or angels, flew to me with a burning coal in his hand, which he had taken from off the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it, with it and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, and your iniquity is taken away, and your sin is forgiven. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people. Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And then the Lord answered him. And and so I would encourage you to go read the rest of that chapter. Then the other chapter is Isaiah chapter 53. And that is the great chapter about the suffering Messiah, the suffering servant. And Isaiah 53 is probably the best known chapter in the book of Isaiah. And it predicted the future suffering of Jesus Christ on the cross for our sins. I would encourage you to go there and read it. I am so thankful for the word of God. I'm thankful for every last one of the 66 books in the Word of God. I am thankful for its purity, its power, uh, and, and, and for its sufficiency. And I hope and pray that God will renew a fresh love in your heart and, and a fresh pursuit of the Word of God in your life. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.